Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Nathan Brown is here. Let's talk to him. He is the head coach of the University of Central Arkansas football program, and uh, they won a pretty uh, pretty entertaining game, I would say, reasonably entertaining game the other day against uh, their opponents here in Conway. And, um, Coach, that was, uh, boy, something like we've never seen before. Down 30-6 to six after three quarters, and you find a way to win 38-33, to 33, outscoring your opponents 32-3 to three down the stretch. And by down the stretch, I mean in the last, like, 14 and a half minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. Congratulations. Yeah, that was that was an interesting night. Uh, obviously, a lot of emotions, highs and lows, and and then back to highs. And so, uh, just proud of our guys. I mean, look, we you and I have talked about this numerous times, but like you, you know, we could have quit, we could have pointed fingers, we could have you know really self destructed in that fourth quarter, or even 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 throughout the game, uh, just getting down by that much of a margin, and and just proud of our guys and. And their their output going into the fourth quarter, or their commitment to, uh, to to figuring it out, and really, really, if you if you if you if you see some of the things that are happening on the sideline uh, that I, that I see, I mean, our our players were poised. They and obviously they believe because you made it happen. Um, but but ultimately, um, you don't talk about perfection in football very often. But that almost had to be a perfect quarter to pull that off. And uh, when I say perfect quarter, the the, the exact amount of stops with the right time, the the, the quick scores on offense, uh, you know, you know, timely special teams play. I mean, all all of it had to come together in a line, and 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 it did. And so, just blessed to be a part of that. Never been a part of something like that. Been a part of fourth quarter comebacks, but yeah. not in that fashion. It's almost impossible to believe you can score thirty, whatever it was, thirty two <laughs> points in yeah. a quarter, without a turnover. Too. That's the yeah, other thing that's it, amazing. You know, that's when you look at the box score, and really, I, I don't think I. The night of, after you know, doing the press conference and, and obviously speaking to you on the radio after um, after the game, immediately after, I don't think I realized, you know, what the fourth quarter really was. And and then so you go back and look at the box score. Well, there wasn't a block punt for a scooping score. There wasn't a pick six. There wasn't a muff punt. There wasn't, you know, whatever 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 you know, big momentum changing moment that usually happens in football where. Uh, where it, it seems the tide to change is just really just making stops and us scoring quick and 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 that's you know we maximized our 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 opportunities on offense with our possessions and then we maximized our opportunities on defense to stop them on their possessions and that's that's how it worked which is crazy. I want to ask you about a couple individuals too, Kylan James and a, a little just a sort of a deft little move that he made to get you guys close to midfield yeah. and the way he's playing right now. And he's the, obviously the Swiss Army knife for you guys. And also a check by your quarterback. We told the story on the coaches show Monday, but a lot of people didn't hear that, I'm sure. So would you would you tell me about their, yeah. their two uh, performances on that drive? Well, the final drive, uh, we get the ball you know, somewhere around minute, I don't know, minute 20, minute 30 left in the game, obviously down by two. So we need to field goal. We had uh, poor clock management on their part. I say poor clock management. I mean, they, they decided to do what they need, thought they could do to win the game. So, you know, it is what it is. But – Left us with a timeout. So I knew we had a timeout. Will knew we had a timeout. So Coach Collins knew, hey, we've got the ability to run the ball. Well, we'll the second second play of that possession, we, we throw a swing pass or a, an outlet pass to Kylan James uh, out of the backfield, and, and they, they, they had sunk to a cover two look, which, you know, at safety was sitting there nubbed into the boundary and uh, really, had a, really had a free shot at Kylan. And Kylan caught the ball, twisted quick. And, and really, Kylan, when you hit him on the side, you know, you, you've seen it for three years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's hard to take down if you're not if you're hitting him from the side. And Kylan, Kylan did a little subtle, subtle, quick step in and went out uh, and got about 15 yards, got us to the 50-yard line, and that got us our first first down of that drive. So now, now you're ginning. You got you stop the clock. You know you got a first down. Now you can kind of run your offense. 
two plays later, um, we, we have a, a pass play called. And, and uh, having that time out in our back pocket, obviously Will being the veteran uh, and having the poise he had, uh, you know, checked a, a, an inside zone run based on box count. He did not let the receivers know. I mean, there was because we're trying to play fast. Clocks run, and receivers run. If you watch the film, the receivers run their route. I mean, they're they're running the route concept. The five offensive linemen and Colin James got the check. We hand it. Colin gets about twenty yards, and that gets us into for sure Jake Gaster field goal range. And 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 from there, we were able to obviously get a penalty and then and then punch it in with with uh, Colin later in that drive. But but that check by Will, and that was his, on his own accord. As a matter of fact, on you know, we're sitting on the headset going, "What's is he? we thought he was just assuming he was checking the protection, maybe sliding the line one way or another. Well, he was checking inside zone, and what a what a phenomenal check. Uh, obviously, probably the biggest mental play he's made in the two years he's been here. What what did he see in the box count? What was he looking he was for? Like, we, we had five blockers, so you get a five-man box, and that's what they were doing. They were playing coverage, which most teams do in two-minute situations or, or in, in stressful situations where you're trying to score. Um, and so they, he saw, he saw a, a, an honest box count is what we call it. So, you know, we had five offensive linemen. They had five, yeah, they had three down linemen and two linebackers in the box. So he knew we had five on five blocking, you know. And so the next guy that's going to show up is safety. Well, those safeties are getting out of there for the coverage. Well, that's why Colin was able to get, get the yardage he needed. And it's just, it's just sharp play. Good, good job by Will, uh, executing on the tutoring that Coach Collins has put in him. And, and then, you know, in a big moment, making the call and making the play. I know you guys have moved on to SFA and, uh, the game tomorrow. What do you see out of the Lumberjacks? Well, they're, they're good. One, they're they're three and three, so they've had a, somewhat of an up and down season. But uh, any team that's coached by Colby Carthel, their head coach is a well coached team. Uh, he's a he's a former national champion head coach at the Division two level at Texas A&M Commerce. He's done a great job at SFA in his time there. Uh, very very uh, 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 transfer laden team, uh, like a lot of teams in our league. It seems uh, they're led by a, a quarterback that's transfer that started games at the University of Tennessee. Um, you know he was the starting quarterback at uh, Coach Pruitt's into his his era there. Um, so he's a he's a big strong physical kid can push the ball down the field can move. Um, and they're, 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 they're going to look the part. In other words, they're going to win the pregame. <laughs> they're going to be bigger and longer than us. They're going to, they're going to, you know, position by position base. They're going to, they're going to look like you want a college football team to look like. Um, and SFA to me, I mean, we played them a lot of years and really, really we've done a good job in the matchup over the years, but, but that's, that's a game that we have circled every single year. I mean, that's a, that goes back to the Southland Conference days. Obviously, uh, obviously the, uh, the, the, the comp- competition that we've had with them over the years has been very, very heated, um, had a lot of good games against them. So uh, it's going to take a great effort. We're, we're blessed to be at home. Again, they had a long road trip. We were talking about that before, before off air. I mean, they, they're coming from Utah Tech. They played a late night game on the, on the uh, in Mountain Time in Utah last week and then having to follow that with a road trip. We're hoping that's an advantage to us uh, having two two home games in a row. So um, we're looking forward to a great, great opportunity for us. Do you find that teams give you a little something extra when they've got a, an off week coming up? I do. I do. I mean, I think I think there's – I also think it can be a little bit of a trap game for – your team you know like you know you get you have an emotional win mm-hmm. the comeback win in the fourth quarter against against SEMO you play SFA but then you're staring right at that break <laughs> you're staring right at, as a as this 18 to 22 year old you've been doing this really since June I mean like we got to start real practice in August but you know we're in week seven week eight now I mean like we're 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 pushing and chugging along you're sore you're you're mentally and emotionally worn out as well which I think that's a lot a lot of people don't factor in I mean the emotional tax that a football season takes it's not just the physical tax so I think there this can easily be a trap game for you um, but but we've guarded against that all week we've talked about it I haven't let it just be the you know the elf in the room we've talked about it guys yeah. we, we got an opportunity to be five and two two and oh 
going into uh, going into the bye week. I mean, you couldn't ask based on the schedule we have to be in a better situation than that. And probably if you handle that, be a you know probably a top twenty, top fifteen team yeah. when it's when it's all said and done going into your bye week. So a lot's at stake this week. We've been talking a lot about rest and rust. Apologize for your sorry for your braves. We were so excited man, today man, 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 man. watching them pull that game out on Monday night during the coaches show, and then they they fall and the best regular season team of all time. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, well, there are other so organizations real. that have suffered through that over the years. But uh, how do you keep your team sharp in an off week while getting them as much rest and, and heal up as possible? Well, I think it's you use it as an opportunity week. You use it as a, as a week to get better. You use it as a week of development. Um, you know, for us, we're going to um, – it, it kind of it, it parallels with fall break for our campus. So, you know, Thursday and Friday are actually off next week. So they'll go, those guys get a break from school. So yeah. that's good mentally. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna use it with every, every you know every coach is different. Uh, a lot of times it's the pulse of your team, you know where they're at mentally, physically, all those things. Um, we'll use it as a big big developmental week. You know we'll get some good looks at some of our young guys. We're gonna get some good real work in with those guys because you don't throw them to the side during the year. But those guys turn into scout team players, show team players. Uh, you don't spend as much individual time with those guys. So we'll spend several days with those guys. We'll get some coaches out on the road recruiting. Try to get a, get a head start on that with early signing period. Not far away, um, you know, here in December. So um, there'll be a, it'll be a very productive week, but we'll also rest and recover some of those frontline guys that have been going at it every week. There are a couple of plays that have happened in college football to other teams I want to ask you about. Now, last night we saw a Hail Mary work. What's your philosophy? What are you telling your DBs on a Hail Mary situation? It's funny you say that because I actually walked in and, uh, and was joking with Coach Boykin, our offensive line coach, this morning that, that like I was just having PTSD of the last Saturday because you get it you let a team get close enough to be able to heave it to the end zone and anything can happen. I mean, you know a flag's not going to come out. I mean, you just you never see a flag come out for PI or anything in those situations. They let them play. So, um, you know, we try to put in our lengthier defensive backs. In the past, not necessarily last Saturday, but in the past, we've had wide receivers that go play that back line just because they got ball skills. They usually can jump. They usually have. Uh, the ability to go get it, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think what we've done different is and not giving away too much, but you need to stick on guys. You don't just need to sit back and let guys run. Like we we go four across and we man up the guys up front. So now they're having to fight their way down there. They're having to be, uh, you know, kind of grabbed on, pushed on, and then you got guys on the, you know, on the back line. So that, that was unfortunate for for uh, West Virginia, where they were having a good season, and and that was a, a tough one to swallow, especially how they scored right before that. Um, but I, I, you know, I saw that because you just you just never know what's going to happen in those situations, and that that that's difficult. And we were fortunate enough that Tamari and Wilson had a clean look. If you get a clean look, we want to catch it. I don't want to knock it down, fat it up. Uh, if you get a clean look, I want to put my hands on it, squeeze it, catch it. Um, and that's what we did last Saturday night, and that's not what West Virginia was able to do last night. Then uh, Miami last Gosh, week. Gosh, that makes me sick. Are you okay with taking the knee? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think Justin's done enough of our games. You've done a few of our games with him. I'm going to take a knee as soon as I can. I mean, I think that's the best formation in football. I think there's yeah. something I think there's something psychological yeah. to that for your team. I mean, like – like the best formation football we talk about is is victory formation, and so to get the opportunity to take a knee, I mean, I'm I don't know whether he just had bad, you know, co- coach uh, at Miami had bad information, or if he was just saying I'm gonna pat the stats. I have no clue. Yeah. Um. But but I'm a I'm a big advocate of the knee, and yeah. that's 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 just my philosophy. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't, but well, the Chiefs did it last night. As soon as they 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 got the ball after the uh, fumble, minute forty left. Yeah. And, and uh, Denver had a timeout. 
They just took a knee and, and, and took mo- a knee, and, but Denver didn't use the timeout. And, mo- and most coaches are going to have a booklet of data, whether it's upstairs or on the sideline with one of their personnel people that's going to sit there and say, hey, when to take a knee based on the you know the timeouts that the other team has or uh, based on the amount of time left in the game. And, uh, you know, that, and, and it's foolproof. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's literal hard data. I mean, right. you, you can take a knee with this amount of time with this, this team has this amount of timeouts. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah, well, they definitely were in that window where they could have done that. It's unfortunate for them that they didn't, but uh... – uh, four o'clock on Saturday. By the way, let's do uh, let's do a pair of tickets. We'll give away or a four pack, Christian. Whatever we got there. Six six one one zero three seven. First caller in. If you want to get some tickets to the game tomorrow, should be a blast. Great fall football weather finally here, and uh, big game between a couple of purple teams. Although, are you really going to be purple tomorrow, Coach? Doesn't look like it. Yeah, uh, we've 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 introduced the black, and and uh, obviously the magic that the jersey brought last week. We want to keep that magic going, and we're gonna. We've got another little addition to the to the uniform combination coming out tomorrow. I saw a picture online, so it's already been released. But uh, cue the ACDC back in black. The Bears will be out looking good on Saturday, so looking forward to that. Um, real quick, speaking of clothes, I know you shop here oh, at Bellens Ward, not just come by to talk to us. Man, this place is awesome. And I, I'll tell you, Eric does a great job here. Obviously, he's got you know all your college gear here. He's got tailored suits. I mean, you can get you can basically if you if you want to be a good looking dude, come here and. Uh, I think I've got a standing tab here. Jessica comes here, and, and, and this is basically where Jessica, my mom, and my mother-in-law, I'm gonna, if I don't get something physically from here, from them, for my birthday or Christmas, it's usually a gift card. Yep. And so uh, Eric does a great job. I mean, what a great store to have in Central Arkansas and the community of Conway, and obviously a huge Bear supporter in Eric Sword. No doubt. My uh, my kids know the same. That's what Dad wants for <laughs> no doubt. For Father's Day, for Christmas, birthday, whatever. I, 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 this is a dangerous place for me to walk. Same. <laughs> no, the, the the only thing that limits me is the amount of money I have to spend. Yeah, because if yeah. if money was not an option, like if I had hit the Powerball last night, I'd be getting one of each. There's no question. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm sitting here looking at some of these sports coats and jackets. Yeah. Just, yeah, Coach, yeah. this wouldn't be this wouldn't be a store. This would be my closet yeah, right no now question. if no I question. hit the lottery last night. Yeah. By the way, one lucky sucker in a liquor store in California goes in to get a oh, bottle man. of Jack and walks out with a Powerball that hits, hits the jackpot. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, Can't be, I could never be that lucky. I mean, one point seven billion. What do you? I mean, that dude's got a very we'd, interesting future ahead. We'd of him. have a new end zone facility. I can tell you that, Coach. You'd have a whole lot of things. You'd have a, you'd have a dome stadium if you wanted no one. No doubt. Believe me, I promise you. I would have wrote a big check if I had one. But uh, anyway, well, good luck this week. Four o'clock kick, three o'clock on the pregame, and I look forward to being with you again. Hopefully. Not as much drama this week, but a win, however you can get it, will be fine. Yeah, uh, great product of football here in Conway. Uh, obviously, uh, I think the Razorbacks played 11, watched them uh, take on Alabama. Get out to Conway. Bruce Street, Bruce Street opens. We do the Bear Walk at 1.30 uh, through the tailgates. It's going to be perfect weather. Got a, got a great team uh, here in Conway. Looking forward to a great matchup with SFA. Well, I don't know how uh, Hendricks is doing, but maybe crowning a couple of champions here in this community this yeah, year. Yeah, Coach Buck does a great job at Hendricks. It's a great – I'll tell you what, Community Conway football right now with what Coach Buck James is doing, with what Coach Buck's doing at Hendricks, it's a great place to be uh, for, for, for some football. I'm going to have to get a buck on staff. You have a buck player. I've got a buck Cobbs. That's right, you sure do. <laughs> Who's doing a great job from Jacksonville, Arkansas. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. He was our uh, featured player of the week last week in yep. pregame. Coach, good luck this week. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, that's Nathan Brown, uh, head coach UCA, Bell & Sword Shopper.